Hey, everybody. Really, really good to be back. I uh, missed you guys, but we're back and we're back and bad as ever. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the economy. I noticed this week that the Fed decided to stay pat on rates, uh, interest rates, which means in my opinion, I've been doing this a really long time, is that they're not sure which way the economy is going to go. Is it going to get better or is it going to continue to get worse? And so they weren't willing to take a chance on moving anything and risking a, a, you know, a bigger move in the wrong direction. So it really tells you that there, there are reasons to be concerned about the economy. There are reasons to be concerned about your nest egg. And again, as always, the one place that you can be rest assured is when you park some of your assets in gold because gold is not influenced by whether Joe Biden decides to make inflation go to the roof or not. Gold is always going to be a great store of value. But also, have you heard about the expanding influence of BRICS? These are the countries that are developing and their potential to take over the United States and the dollar. Think about that for a second. Not necessarily the United States, but take over the U.S. dollar and as, as being a, a more important currency. Led by Russia and China, BRICS is plotting a new global order that could directly impact you. With 10 member countries, many from the Middle East, by the way, BRICS already comprises 50% of the world's population and a staggering 30% of the global economy. And 40 more are eager to join that group. The threat isn't merely strategic, it's personal. China is allegedly bio-warfare attacking in 2020, targeted our health. Now BRICS is coming for our wealth. Imagine a world where most of all global transactions are in BRICS currency. The consequences could be dire for Americans. Here's what happens, folks. If the U.S. dollar is no longer the reserve currency for the world, let's say if the BRICS currency comes through as an alternative to the dollar, there's no reason to buy dollars around the world. So the dollar will crash. Dollar will go down. That means inflation will spike. Everything's going to go up. Your dollar will be far, far less valuable. So what do you got to do? You have to really think about these things. A weakened dollar, soaring costs, imports, stock market crashes, a fragile economy. Everyday items we import could become unaffordable, severely impacting your purchasing power. Even JP Morgan said, and I'm paraphrasing, the impact of BRICS would most likely be felt here in the U.S., where moving away from the dollar would cause our financial assets like our IRAs and our 401ks to lose value. With retirement accounts already losing 25% over the past two to three years due to economic mismanagement by the Biden administration, we can't wait around for BRICS to further erode our savings and retirement. We need to diversify our portfolios with gold. Gold has historically moved in the opposite direction of stocks and bonds, providing relief when the stock market dropped. If J.P. Morgan and many other the banks are right, now's the time to position yourself for stability, security, and wealth protection. So take it from me, whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, you know, maybe you're younger, older, maybe just getting involved. I believe that gold should be a cornerstone of everyone's portfolio. Seize the opportunity to ensure your financial future with gold and do it with the best in the industry. Allegiance Gold has the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry. Five stars with Trustlink and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. 
Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or your 401k with physical gold and silver, or you can have it delivered securely to your doorstep. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying investment when you visit protectwitheric.com today. Or you can call 844-714-ERIC. That's 844-714-ERIC. Call Allegiance Gold to secure your IRA or 401k today and tell them Eric sent you. Go to protectwitheric.com. That's protectwitheric.com or call 844-714-ERIC. We all fall into one of two camps. There are those that believe Bidenomics is the way forward. And the rest of us who think that's a load of horse shit. You want to hear what really great economic ideas sound like? Want to see America back on the road to energy independence? Are you ready to say hell no to illegal immigrants and foreign nationals having any say in our prosperity? Then you, my friend, are in the right place. This is the Eric Bowling Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Eric Bowling Podcast. Hey, Linda, how you doing this week? I, I am good. How are you? No shortage of news yet again. I cannot believe I cannot believe what Thursday did this week. Thursday was the most influential day in American politics and maybe since Trump was elected. Thursday, everything changed. The the ground shifted. Uh, the, the The plates shifted. Earthquakes were created. So much happened on Thursday. So you wake up in the morning. Supreme Court says, basically, Colorado, you're out of your mind. What are you trying to do? You're trying to make it so that one state can dictate a presidential election. Even the liberal judges on the high court were giving Colorado the business, which was unbelievable, fantastic to watch. It was almost like a, a hearing, one of those congressional hearings with everyone from the same side ripping into the, into the people who were testifying. I'm blown away. The people in Colorado and the other 11 or 12 states that are thinking about doing it got their butts handed to him on a platter and, and, and to hear, especially someone as liberal as Katanji Brown Jackson, like ripping into, into the Colorado argument is just fantastic. You know, a half hour later after this hearing ends and they say, we'll get, you know, we'll let you know every indication, everyone, every analyst, every Supreme court analyst was saying nine, nothing, eight, one at the worst. Trump comes out at Mar-a-Lago and you can hear there's like hundreds of reporters and Trump becomes not flamethrower Trump, not, you know, Biden's an idiot. Trump Trump becomes presidential. Trump does 15 minutes of the most presidential he sounded since he won the election. It was fantastic. It was just just terrific. I texted Jason Miller immediately. Like that, that was, that was above the fray. That was cogent. That was presidential. So, so that happened. And then lo and behold, (laughs) The Robert Hur report comes out and just laces into Biden being too old and too senile to even go defend himself if they were to bring a, a legal action against him, basically telling the whole world he's just too old. He's just too old. And I think that third thing, that third thing that kind of got lost in a little bit of the shuffle in the news of the day was the most influential thing to happen in politics in six years. So that was a phenomenal day for, the, for, for Trump, for sure. And then you took tack on. Trump locking down the Nevada um, caucuses. It looks like it's going to be a clean sweep of all 26 delegates. You know, Trump world must be just giddy today about what what, what happened on 
February 8th of 2024. It's an amazing day. But now what do you think happens next? I, you know, I, I get laughed off, you know, social media. I get laughed at when I bring it up. But I'm telling you from from the very beginning of the Biden presidency, I said he's not going to be the nominee. And mm-hmm. then about a year into the presidency, I said it's got to be some. And, and I've been saying Michelle Obama. I, people don't want to hear it. Oh, I agree with you. About Netflix. She's making 20 million. They don't want that. They, Linda, you've been in the White House. I've been in the White House. They want and the prestige. Seeing, it is amazing the, the the ego gratification you get of being the most powerful person in the world. Everywhere you go, there's 12 people making sure your path is cleared and anything you want. And, and it's an incredible, incredible uh, narcissistic and ego. You'd have to be Jesus Christ not to love it. And, and, and so I know Barack Obama loves it. And I know Michelle Obama loved it when they were there. Of course, I mean, she's got the best chance of, of, of winning of anyone on the Democrat side. This guy's Gavin Newsom. He's, he's slick Willie. You know, he's a car salesman. You can see it. He's not the His guy. His scoreboard is horrible. He's got yeah. more crime, more homelessness, more drug abuse, more high taxes. His scoreboard sucks. So he, I don't think he has a chance. Mm-hmm. And then you can't have Cammie Harris, who's polling at 27% approval rating. She can't even be on the ticket. Then she can't be on it with Gavin because they're both from California. So, I don't know. I, I'm looking squarely at Michelle Obama as as the as the replacement, and they got to replace. See, I think they let Joe go out last night and do what he did last night on that speech, where he, I agree. he comes out and says, "I'm fine." You understand? My mind is perfect. And then he messes up. He didn't mm-hmm. mess up LSCC with Obrador, the Mexican president, with the Egyptian president. What he messed, he, and no one's really saying is what he messed up was he was talking about Gaza and Hamas. And he was thinking El Assisi, and he came out with Mexico. He, he messed up the countries. So he's screwing up names of world leaders, and mm-hmm. now he's screwing up where they come from. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is completely lost. I think the powers that be, the donor class, the smart people, the, the people who really run the Democrat Party, let him go out there and shoot himself in the foot yet again on national television in prime time, no less, mm-hmm. to let the world know it's they're going to make them, they're going to move them, they're going to get rid of them. Yeah, I I have to say I agree I agree with you wholeheartedly. I've I've also been in the Michelle Obama camp. I think she's a very very frightening human being. Uh, I think anyone whose college and law school dissertations need to be sequestered and tucked away because of what's inside of them and how afraid they are of the American people reading what she wrote. Um, none of which has been retracted or modified. And I think the idea that for anybody to think that she didn't have something to do with Barack Obama's presidency, I mean, she was the puppet master. It's not him. It's her. He's also God awful, but he's just following her lead. And he, they want back in. They want, they want back in bad. Yeah. And yeah, they played it very smart. Um, and, you know, if you beg her to do it, it makes it so much better for her. Like, you know, absolutely no loss for them to, to do it that way rather than, you know, Gavin's running around the country acting and going to China and knocking over little kids playing basketball, <laughs> trying, to be, trying to be the replacement, trying to be the one that everyone says, oh, him. The problem is his record is so horrendous. So yeah. horrendous. He, I, they'd, be, they'd be foolish to run Gavin, maybe as a vice president to, to Michelle, but. 
Uh, you know, I, I have to be who honest, else, Eric. Who else could it possibly be? Is there another yeah. name in the in the Democrat side that has that has the national um, attention to the point where they could run against Donald Trump? I mean, I, I can't think of another name. No. I mean, even RFK, you know, who, you know, is, is thinking about doing the whole independent thing and running that way. I mean, it's just he's basically splitting the vote. He's not really getting enough to, to sort of garner his own. And, I, and for Michelle Obama, you know, the whole identity politics thing has been, you know, just so ramped up. I mean, the the constant division, the constant equity conversation, the constant inclusion conversation. I mean, I just when I watch Mayor Adams this week talk about have you ever seen such a chocolate administration? You know, look at all these chocolate people. And I thought to myself, your city is in dire straits. Your city is an abomination. The homelessness, the crime. I mean, they had this um, they had this video, you know, out. I don't know if you saw this. It's actually really foul. But it was this like homeless person sleeping on like a, in like a subway corner. And like this guy went up because he, he wasn't moving. And so they just thought he was dead and they kind of kicked his foot. And like 70 rats oh. ran oh. out from under the blanket. The guy was alive. So I'm like, are these, are you, you, you know, I was like these, the old, remember the old dark Batman movies where Gotham yes. is just, you just, you, it, it's, it's a hard. It is Gotham. That's yeah. actually, that's a perfect way of saying what it is. It is Gotham. And I was saying the other day, you know, I take the subway when I'm in the city because it's the only way to get around the city. And this is the funny thing. I'm on the subway and they have all the advertisements now are uh, computerized. So it says, um, what is the, what is the surcharge that we're putting on vehicles to come into Manhattan? Now, as someone who also drives in Manhattan, I know what a load of crap this is, but anyhow, so they have it. It's like, it's to help you. It's to clear the roadways, allow emergency vehicles through quicker, lessen the traffic on our city streets. And I'm like, okay, so never has such a load of shit been pawned off. You are putting a surcharge on because people are not taking the train because they're filled with migrants, uh, crime, homelessness. And so they're driving and you know, they have to drive because they're scared to get on the train. So you're banging them out. You took, you're doing me a favor. What are you kidding me? I was on the subway last, last week, my hands of God, this guy took a dump right next to me in a subway car. And you know, everybody's sitting there. This is the best part. And I swear, this is this to me is the oddest thing. Everyone's sitting there as if it's not happening. Now, I do not possess whatever gene this is to pretend like someone's not taking a dump next to me in public space. So I look at the guy and I go, hey, how you doing? And he looks at me and he goes, oh. I go, you good? You're taking a dump in the middle of the subway car. He goes, my hands are God. He looks at me and he goes, you got to go. You got to go. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. You can't make that up. I would never. I mean, yeah. But then Adams (laughs) compare himself to Jesus right after. Oh my God, Jesus! But you can't feed your people, buddy. You got homeless people everywhere. The only people eating are the ones that came in illegally. You know what also annoys me when Alvin Bragg when he you know comes out he's horrified. He's he's not going to stand for this. Yeah, he's the 
knucklehead who allowed those people to leave. And this mm-hmm. new body cam video, you see the body cam video today mm-hmm. they released? Finally. The lead up to the event? No, when they're getting their asses pummeled in, in Times Square, the police body cams are getting kicked. You can see the feet coming up. They're getting kicked. They've had that since day one. And Bragg still let those five, seven, whatever, seven migrants out. They're being the crap. He had the video of these yeah. guys beating the hell out of number one. Number two, they're clearly identified. One of his things was, well, we weren't sure where to identify him further. Bullshit. You can see their faces up close, all seven of them. And that to me, so as a police officer, so the PBA endorsed Trump uh, earlier this week, I think it was, or late last week, I can't remember, but they endorsed Trump. So here's the question that I don't, that I don't really understand. And this actually, I'll ask you two questions. Cocaine in the White House, cops being completely and totally attacked, and they have zero support, nobody to fall back on, Hochul, Adams, Bragg, nobody gives a rip. Tough, tough nuggies, you know, you got the shit kicked out of you and moving on. Here's my question. Where are the people, because they have to be there, like us, like millions of other Americans, inside these agencies, inside the Secret Service, yada, yada, that are willing to stand up and say, this isn't right. I don't understand where those people are. What, where did they go? That's what the only place where I have seen even an iota of tenacity and sort of a, um, a commitment and a dedication to God and country is with the federal officers down at the border who are like, we will not listen to the Supreme Court. We will continue to protect our borders. Period. End of sentence. Have a nice day. That's a leader. That's because they're, they have a leadership that has balls. You know, the problem is we you're going to get fired. I mean, you get summarily fired if you open your mouth against Mayor Adams or any or Alvin Bragg if you're in the DA's office. Or, mm-hmm. It's it's, uh, it's sheeple. It's called sheeple, you know. And there's but but Eric, let me ask you this: sheeple right now. What if they did it anonymously? You're telling me you can't release things anonymously. You're telling me that you can't go off the record and just use a vocoder or put some stuff out there so that people get the information, take pictures of some files, print them out and leave them all over the place. Yeah. Like where are these people? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'll tell you what, if I was a secret service person and I knew which member of the Biden family brought that cocaine into the white house, cause I'm telling you right now, I have on good authority from a few people who it was, I'm sure you do too. But the issue is that, they have to be protected because they're a member of the inner circle. So if it was a staffer, if it was a security person, if it was whatever, they would have hung them out to dry. But because the person that brought in that cocaine was a part of the inner circle, they shut it down. So my, my concern is, is there no one on the secret service team? Is there no one on that whole detail? That's like, Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry. This is gross. We, we, this, I mean, come on. I think they do it after they leave the service. I mean, remember Bill Clinton, secret service, uh, protect, uh, yeah, protection. They, they wrote the book after they left, but while they were there, they, they were bringing hookers and girls to his, his hotel rooms and they didn't open a, not, a, not a word for years, for years until they left. I think there's a difference in my opinion. 
you want to bring hookers and whatever else you're doing and they're two consenting adults doing whatever they're doing, fine. But you start bringing cocaine into the White House around small children, I don't know. I just feel like it's a bridge too far. It's just gross. I don't really understand. It's just so beneath the value of that house. Back to your original point of the grandness of the whole thing. And it's like, now you're there. You're taking advantage of all of the amazing amenities that it is to be the president of the United States. And you're abusing everything that we've worked and all of the men and women who served our nation and who've died for it. I mean, whatever. And then to go back to the Biden thing, you know, yesterday, like you said, you know, yesterday's news cycle was so intense. I couldn't keep up with it. I was no sooner covering Colorado, the 14th Amendment, you know, Katanji Jackson Brown, Kagan's comments. And then it's like, oh, by the way, here's the report on the classified documents from her. Oh, he's a real person. He actually what? I mean, it was like it was kind of like the Durham report. Like nobody thought John Durham was real because that report took like, you know, eight years was amazing. What the amazing truth? I mean, get the fact that he said, illogically, we are not going to prosecute the old man because he, he's, he's just a nice, Mm -hmm. you know, unwitting old senile bastard. Mm -hmm. Why is that the case? Number one, that's the, you should be asking that question. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they said he's just, he wouldn't be fit on on the stick. He couldn't stand trial. I'm like, so then why is he sitting in the Oval Office? The question is, why why isn't Jack Smith dropping Trump's charges right now? So they don't charge, you know, Comey didn't charge Hillary. We're not, her's not going to charge Biden. But we're going to charge Trump. I I think that will work against them even further. I don't know. I mean, Jack Smith, you know, it was funny. I did a deep dive into Jack Smith because I'm like, who the hell is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, What's your deal, dude? Like, did did you go to school with somebody who knew him and he beat you up in the backyard? Like, why do you got such a hard on for him? It's ridiculous, you know? Right. Turns out his wife is a documentarian. A donor, right? Well, not just a donor, but a documentarian. And she makes all these anti-Trump films. She does all this anti-GOP stuff. I mean, like. There's liberal and then there's like raging lunatic liberal, right? Yeah, she's like, answer. you know, I'm like, okay. So I'm like, this is your well, wife. If they try and do this again with him, even if they convict him on a record charge, the world's going to go, wait a minute, Biden, because he's an old, you know, demented old Senile man. Senile lunatic. Yeah, it's still the law. I mean, is, is that now defense? I'm just, I'm just too nice and a little too slow. I fucked up and just. And that's, and that's the interesting part about it too, is, you know, and I was saying this, even when he was running, I'm like, so this guy was in office for 47 years, never passed legislation, made more racist, racist and uh, sexist comments than any other Senator or Congressman. I mean, forget about it. He was like the king of gaffes, lied about his position in school, plagiarized his speeches. I mean, the guy is a, literally a terrible human being and has been a terrible human being as long as he has been in office. It's not new. And now you're acting like this terrible thing he did is because he's a senile old fart. I'm like, no, no, no. He's always been a piece of shit. It's not new. Right. My wife is the same way. She's like, oh, I kind of feel bad for him. I'm like, don't feel bad for him. He's a, he's a, he's a pathological, filthy liar. Yes. Lived off the country for 50 years. Yes. Racist. He showered with his granddaughter. He yes. touches little girls in the White House. Do yep. not be 
sympathetic for him, even though he's a pathetic human being, do not have sympathy for him. He's a no. horrible person. He would, all his policies are, he's just a bad, 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 bad guy. They all are. They're just bad people. So, yeah, I would say there's no shortage of bad people. I'm very disappointed in her, who is a Trump appointee, you know? It's the same thing that I said about, you know, Amy Coney Barrett when she voted against, you know, well, us. Are you disappointed her. in her? Yeah. Why? Because I want him to prosecute. Oh, God, no. Why? He did everything. He didn't prosecute, which opens the door for Trump not being prosecuted. And if he is prosecuted, it looks like lawfare. And he ravaged the shot, the fact that Biden is just incompetent as a human being, let alone a president. I mean, I think, so, he, I think he gave... Trump, a Trump card. Like you want to prosecute me, then you're going to show the world how how bullshit this two level justice system really is. But I think that they will. I don't think they care. They own the media. They own print. The American people have little to no remember, say. Remember, this is a federal prosecution. So if Trump wins yes. the presidency, it goes away. Of course. Not maybe the, the Georgia case is the one that Connie, you got to go. Oh, what's that one all about? That's the one. Because it's a state, and I don't think you can. I don't think the feds can force meddle in that. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. Especially with now that we know that Fonnie Willis, you know, I mean, my God, talk about another. You know what I mean? Like it's just. It, honestly, it's exhausting, and the fact that like she lies about the affair, she lies about the money. She lies about her involvement. She lies about her visits to the White House. And I'm like, nobody thinks that this is messed up. Like, come on, guys. It's crazy. It's It's so crazy that when you're talking about it, it sounds fake. It's all good, though. It's all good. While I agree with you that it's good what her did, and perhaps it gives sort of like a potato-potato thing, like, hey, you did it for him, you got to do it for this guy. I just don't think that those rules apply for Trump. They won't. And that will be good, too, because the world was there's so many people. I'm telling you, so many independents, people who even liberals who will say, I I can't believe what I hate Trump. I hate Trump, but I can't believe what they're doing. to It's just if they can do it to to, anyone is exposed to the legal system. If you get on the wrong side of the legal system on a a party that's not your party, you're exposed to they can bankrupt you or they can jail you. People. If they continue with the Trump thing after excusing Biden for the same, it's the Espionage Act for yeah. the same things, then they're going to make it even more be make Trump even more popular. I I think her was smart, um, and I see the White House is trying to get him to to uh, read. So so the funny the the ironic part is Biden is 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 arguing the point that he's mentally fit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what? Uh, I'm mentally fit, so you better try me for these record charges. It's it's just so great. He painted them into a corner, in my opinion. Perfect. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. My mental acuity is such that I am ready for you to prosecute me. Right. <laughs> is it? I don't know. It's really good. So we can prosecute you. Well, no, 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 prosecute me, but it's really good. Well, then you would be prosecuted. So is it good or bad? What is it, Joe? I do agree with that. I just, my own, my feeling is, and I just don't think they're ever going to give him a fair shake to your point. If he was elected, then he would be able to dismiss all this nonsense and we could stop with the taxpayers dollars going to stuff that doesn't really matter. But full circle, that takes us back to, do we have election integrity? I am of the opinion that the reason why they are allowing 
all of the truth right now with what is happening with um, him winning in the caucuses. So Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina coming up this month. Then we got Super Tuesday, right? So if he keeps winning, 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 Joe drops out because he's a senile, senile old bastard. We bring in whoever, right? And then all of a sudden, Trump stops winning. Is it because he stops winning or is it because now we're going to manipulate our election integrity and you're going to have to say, oh, but you said he won all those other times and you took those wins. You didn't say anything. Now he's losing. To me, that scares me very much. The like, RNC is on board? I, I don't know if the RNC is on board or not. I really don't know what the RNC is doing. I don't trust any of these people and the money that they take in. I don't think that they attribute the money the way it needs to be done. funny if Nikki Haley is the Democrat nominee. You think that's possible? <laughs> I don't, who else is? I mean, if it's not Michelle Obama or, or Gavin, I, I just cannot. I, there's not a person on the left that. I think that they would. Uh, the other person I think that they would choose is AOC. I think that Pritzker would love to run. Thirty-five yet? Yeah, I think she just turned thirty-five. She, actually, yeah. okay, maybe yeah. Yeah, but she would. She would get destroyed. No, listen, she's dumber than shit. Yeah. No question. I mean, my God, it's. She's actually, in my opinion, a little frightening because she's one of those dumb people that doesn't know she's dumb, which she's that frightens crazy. me. She's too young. She's too inexperienced. I mean, yeah, but you know, she's got that whole, she's got a draw. People like her, you know, she's, I mean, Hakeem um, Jeffries, they can try him maybe. I don't think they would do Hakeem. There's another person I was thinking they would do, um, another governor. Who was it? Oh, it slips my mind now. Governor, yeah. But it's late for a governor to get the name recognition. To, to Pritzker. Oh, Pritzker, yeah. You're right. Yeah, that, that, that could be Pritzker's it. got money, too. He's got money. He's got the Hyatt money. He's mm-hmm. liberal as well. And he's on board with Ukraine because his sister's there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm like, hmm, like that could be something. Wait, can I ask you before we run out of time? Yeah. I think the Tucker interview was brilliant. Phenomenal. Brilliant. Why shouldn't he interview Putin? Shit, right? Why shouldn't he? How about the left going crazy, apoplectic about it? Meanwhile, Christiana Mampur, uh, you know, there's a, there's a whole litany of lefties uh, who've interviewed Putin, but Tucker can't now all of a sudden because. Well, here's the problem putting aside everything else, you have a major international uh, engagement happening, if you will, right? Because I don't know that we call it a war. I don't know that we call it what, you know, an operation. I don't know what they're calling it. But something is going on between Ukraine and Russia. Okay, fine. You want to say that Russia is the aggressor. Okay, fine. I personally am not a big fan of Zelensky. I have a lot of strong feelings about Zelensky, his inability to actually run a nation of democracy, the fact that the people don't have heat, don't have gas, don't have free elections. Who's running against Zelensky? Give me a break. The guy's over here in his army green T-shirt all the time taking pictures with congressmen. I'm like, oh, so you're in the biggest, you know, warlike atmosphere of your career and you're over here in the United States again, we are sending billions of dollars unaccounted, unseen, nowhere to where it's going. And Putin's like, so listen, let me tell you what's real and what's not. Here's my opinion. Why doesn't he have a right to say that? And why aren't we interested in what he's saying? I'm totally, I mean, it's fascinating. That, that, that was phenomenal. Great interview. And listen, after he killed all the dogs for Sochi Olympics in 2014, I've never really been a big fan of his. It's a silly thing, but I just, I mean, like, I'm like, you killed dogs to clean up your streets. I'm like, you're an asshole. But 
putting that aside for a whole 15 seconds, if you want to go over and interview a world leader that's involved in a major world event, I think that that's a good thing. How many times have liberal, um, you know, CNN reporters and MSNBC reporters and Christian Amanpour herself sat down with, you know, the leaders of Dubai, um, you know, leaders in Iran, leaders, you know, that are in the middle of Middle East conflicts, you know, you want to talk to the leader of Hezbollah. I'm like, okay, so should you not talk to them? Because, I mean, this is the thing that bothers me. Yeah, You have to tell us what. We should think to show us what. Let's hear what he has to say. Let's sit down and hear. If he's willing to sit down, let's do it. I don't think it was hard hitting, but it certainly wasn't softball either. Well, of course not. Tucker wants to get out alive. He's not looking to get poisoned or murdered on his way back home. Good God! Right. But I give him credit for going there and sitting down and doing it. I mean, honestly, I was very impressed with what he did in it was Spain, where he was walking around with all the protesters, you know, going up against everybody yep. who was saying that communism is coming here. You know, he's making the rounds and yeah. Europe is watching. Yeah. Yeah. Europe is watching. They're like, oh, look at this American. Like, he's got some balls. You know, he's coming over here and he's taking it to task. He's asking the tough questions, you know. And that's the difference between the American media and the European media and foreign media. You know, they show you so much more in the foreign news. Like when you're traveling and you're in Europe or Singapore or Vietnam or wherever you are and you watch their news channels – they don't blur out bloody bodies. They don't blur out dead whatever. Well, they show you everything. As you know, as I well know, on both sides of the political spectrum, the media, the major media players, editorialize the F out of their newscasts. Oh, my God. It's insane. Instead of it just is presenting insane. it, they present it in the way they, handful at the top, the ivory tower, believes – it should be presented in their own yeah. beliefs. And that's, that's, that's sad. It's, journalism's dead in America. It's true. Just mainstream journalism is dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're still running guns like Tucker now and some of the others who are doing real journalism where you mm-hmm. just, you're hearing what people have to say without the filter of the, of the overlords. Yeah, right. I do. But I do believe you're right on that. And I do think that is why so many people have turned to podcasts and other streaming networks and watching news from, you know, wherever directly from a source, as opposed to the filtered and digested and then regurgitated news that these networks believe you can handle. This is what the people want to see. Is it? I don't know. I just I don't mean, know. I think, anymore. I think we want to see more. Let us decide. I think you we know, want to see the truth. You don't need to be spoon fed by no. your side or the other side, and you, you know, to, to create a big, you know, fight and conf- confrontation over. Yeah. over just let let us decide what's what's real, what's not, and yep. where we where we want to believe it. Yeah, it's, I it's completely agree. Truth in media, well, that's a good idea. Is it true? I don't know. Finding the truth. In media. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you, Eric, as always, and uh, thank you, Allegiance Gold, uh, the sponsor of the podcast, and. Um, we have some big news coming up with them too. You know, Eric, you're going to be doing a live event with Allegiance. We'll be announcing that date soon and where it is. Great. So stay tuned for that. We're That's very great. excited. What a you time, by the way, to be doing this. With oh gold. my gosh. Just making new highs and, and you know, the, the economy on, you know, somewhat unstable ground. No one really knows where, where we're headed. Joe, Joe Powell can't figure out if he's going to raise interest rates or lower interest rates or goes on 60 minutes to state his case and the market drops 400 points. I know. It's, it's incredible what's going <laughs> on up and down. So there's a lot of turmoil, a lot, a lot of things to talk about. So that's going to be a 
It's going to be a great event. Looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.